There is a town in northern Michigan called Christmas. It's on the shores of Lake Superior, a 50-minute sleigh ride from where I grew up. The area receives about 150 inches of snow per year, so Christmas is a perfect name. As you approach the town from either direction on Highway 28, there is a big sign that says, Welcome to Christmas, where it's Christmas all year round. And it is. There are Christmas trees, wreaths, and bright lights everywhere, even in the height of summer, which in Christmas is very brief. Every store and business has a Christmas theme, Santa Claus Inn, Mrs. Claus Gift Shop, Santa's Workshop, and of course, the Kawadin Christmas Casino. During the Christmas season, people from all over drive to Christmas to mail their Christmas cards from the Christmas post office. They want their mail postmarked Christmas, Michigan. And surprisingly, this is not confined to Michigan's Upper Peninsula. It may sound strange, but France, I'm speaking of the country now, not France, Idaho, or France, Kentucky, or France, Indiana, but France, the country in Europe, sends over boxes and boxes stuffed with thousands of cards and letters so that they can be hand-stamped Christmas and then flown back to France, the country. To my knowledge, there is not another town in the nation named after a public holiday. There is no Fourth of July Montana, no Labor Day Ohio, or Memorial Day Iowa. The fact that the town would call itself Christmas is a testimony to the enduring popularity of the season. It's hard to resist the lure of a holiday that encourages people to decorate with bright lights on the darkest days of the year. A holiday that brings families and friends together, encourages generosity to others, and puts smiles on people's faces. Christmas, of course, is also an ambiguous time. If Christmas brings out the best in some, it also brings out the worst in others. I'm referring to the yearly controversies over nativity scenes and public property or substituting Happy Holiday for Merry Christmas so as not to offend secular sensibilities. When Charles Dickens wrote his famous story, A Christmas Carol, in 1843, he knew that Ebenezer Scrooge did not need to be invented. He merely needed to be named. The response to the secularization of Christmas is the claim that Jesus is the reason for the season. Well, at least it has a bit of rhyme in its favor, but unfortunately, this is not theologically accurate. Jesus is not the reason for the season. We are the reason for the season. You've been listening carefully to the readings during Advent. You already know this. The word became flesh for us and our salvation, as the creed puts it. Christmas was the beginning of a divine rescue mission. Christ infiltrated, as it were, behind enemy lines, disguised as a Jewish baby, and no one was the wiser. The full scope of that rescue mission only became clear on, good, on a Good Friday afternoon, 33 years later, when Christ became the God who dies. It was a brilliant move on God's part. St. Irenaeus said that 
God had carefully planned it from the foundations of the world, well before there were apples and talking snakes in a garden. O admirable commercium, O wonderful exchange, Christmas is the point where heaven and earth converge. God takes our humanity so that we can become partakers of his divinity. The reason for the incarnation was so that we could fully bear in our bodies the full weight of God's glory. When we look at the child in the manger, we're really meant to see ourselves. So the next time you glance at the nativity scene, remember St. Augustine's famous phrase, see who you are, become what you see.